I genuinely look at their pages and I think to myself, am I depressed clinically? Because how are they doing this? Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Vulnerable. I am your host, Chelsea Vaughn. And today I am in the spare bedroom. I wanted to try something a little different, a little further away. I feel like the face, the close-ups are way too close to my face. Um, maybe that's just me being insecure and having an ugly girl winter. But I like, like on Call Her Daddy, how Alex Cooper, when she sits in her house and does her Sunday sessions, like she's in her sweats and she's like kind of far away. Obviously she has a whole production and a lot of different camera angles. And I wish I could show you guys this setup right now because it is very bootleg. <laughs> I have my laptop on top of a Grey Goose box that I got in PR and a new light that I just got on TikTok shop behind and we're sitting on the bed. So it's a real makeshift situation. It's very reminiscent of my early days in my uh, old apartment in Brooklyn. Also, I wanted to be farther away, but now I kind of have to hold this mic for 20 minutes, but that's okay. I think it's worth it. <laughs> um, today, I think I'm just going to be vulnerable with you guys talking about my life and I don't have a topic picked out. I'm like really struggling just in general while I'm here at home and in life in general right now. I just feel like I'm in a struggly period of life. Um, and so I don't have my shit together. I haven't picked out topics. I haven't planned. I haven't reached out to guests to be on. And honestly, all of this stems from the fact that I didn't expect to be here so long. When I originally planned on doing my little extended trip to Atlanta, I was like, oh, great. It'll be nice and refreshing. I'll have a little time away from the city. I'll enjoy my time with my family for the holidays. I'll be back and get a new apartment for January 1st. Here we are. <laughs> um, it's end of January. I'm still here. I don't have an apartment yet. And I just feel like an absolute mess and disaster. And I also feel like kind of angry at myself for feeling like a disaster because I feel like, oh, in my 30s, like I'm supposed to have my shit together. Like maybe I've just been watching too much content lately and all of it's getting in my head, but it's all like, Oh, your 20s are for being a mess and your 20s are for like figuring everything out and not having your life together. And that's absolutely true. But <laughs> what they're not telling you is no one has it figured out. Like your 30s are a shit show also. And I bet you I could find women in their 40s being like, guess what? I still don't know what I'm doing either. Um, So I feel like that's kind of where I'm at in life right now. Like, yes, I'm fresh into the 30s. But still, it feels like slightly better than 20s as far as like, I have more money at least. <laughs> I have a semblance of a plan. I have a career, kind of. <laughs> I don't know if career is the right word. Like I never planned on being an influencer, creator, whatever you want to call it. Like whatever this job that I have now is, didn't plan on it, kind of fell into it, which is fine. But I just don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Dead ass. And I just got off the phone with my therapist. And I really was going to like cancel this recording because I was like, you know what? I'll just give them audio this week. It's not that serious. They don't need to see me in my bed, whatever. But then I was like, no, video is king. So 
I just got off the call with my therapist and I hadn't been talking to her for a while. Like there was a period of time post show where I found her and we talked every week. And then I was like, every week is a bit much. I don't think I need that. So then we went to every other week and then we went to like once a month. And then I was kind of like, you know what? I'm good. Um, I'll call you when I need you. Ad hoc. <laughs> a la carte therapist. Um, and then after the breakup, I talked to her once and I haven't talked to her since. And like I said, I think here in Atlanta, I've just really been going through it because I think what it all boils down to is expectations. Expectations keep coming up in my life and in therapy. Um, and I guess they're going to continue to keep coming up until I figure it out. But basically, we talked a lot about expectations today. And I, I'm just angry. And if you look at like an emotion wheel, if you guys don't know what an emotion wheel is, Google it. I talked about this a little bit on my, uh, my episode with Allie when we were talking about trauma. But basically, there's an emotion wheel and it's kind of like the color wheel where there's primary colors and then it fans out and there's other colors that make up from those primary colors. And the emotion wheel is the same thing. Here's the primary emotions, which is like anger, sadness, happiness, and then you fan them out and there's other things underneath there. So I feel angry. And I kept saying in this therapy session that I was angry. I'm angry about being stuck here. I'm angry about this subletter girl taking over my life and taking advantage of me and sitting in my apartment, not paying the rent and not texting me back. I'm angry that all of this is a result of me choosing the wrong person and me choosing the wrong relationship and me making decisions that led to this and me being in all of this alone, even though I wasn't in the relationship alone. All of that is making me really angry. And I'm really not an angry person. And I don't like being angry. I don't like having all this pent up anger. And she's like, obviously there's something else under there. It's not just anger. Anger is just the top of mind, primary, easiest to name emotion. And she's right. But back to expectations, I just expected better. I think I just expected more of people. And I can't do that. <laughs> I'm learning I can't continue to do that because it just leads to disappointment. You can't place all your expectations on people and then get mad when they don't live up to them. And I've spent most of my life doing that. And I still do that. And I don't want to do that. But I don't know how to stop doing that. Hence why I'm in therapy. But it's like I expected this girl that moved into my apartment to be a decent human being. And I'm really not that trusting of a person. She was a stranger. I didn't trust her as far as I could throw her. I did everything I could possibly do to ensure I wouldn't end up in the situation I'm in now. I put her through all the tests, made her jump all the hoops. I collected her money beforehand. I made her sign the papers. I made her go through the leasing office, credit check, background check, employment verification. I did everything I could have done to ensure that I was covered, protected, and safe. And this still happened. And the expectations thing is like, I just expected human decency. That's it. From her, human decency. I expected to pick someone that wanted to move into this apartment and for them to be a decent human being. And apparently I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> and then anytime I'm in a relationship, I have high expectations. I have high expectations of myself. But apparently, according to my therapist, I am allowed to have high expectations of myself because I have the power to change things in myself and in my life and control my life. Other people I don't have the power to control. 
And that's where the expectations of other people get me in trouble because you can expect and expect and expect all you want, but you're going to end up disappointed because you can't control other people. And that is just one area that's causing me angst, I guess. Like I didn't expect to be here for so long, but I can't live my life based on like what I expect to happen. Shit happens. Everything's not going to happen exactly how I expected it to happen. And I still need to be able to be the source of my own happiness and be the source of my own joy when life isn't going as I expected it to. Like I should be able to sit here and be happy and still, you know, enjoy this time that I have. I'm going to get back to New York eventually. I'm going to get my own place. I'm going to get back to my life. And this is going to be a little blip in my story. It's not going to be that big of a deal at the end of the day, but it is consuming me right now. And that's not to say that I dismiss my feelings or that it's not a big deal or that it wouldn't piss anybody off. Like I'm allowed to be angry. I'm allowed to be consumed by it. I'm allowed to be sad, but I shouldn't necessarily be so like, I just feel inundated by this. Like the stress is causing me chest pains at night. I'm having nightmares. I'm having insomnia. I'm having like uh, just bad, bad, bad things. for my health. And I keep telling myself like, okay, I just have to get through it. Like this week, it'll all be settled. This week, it'll all be figured out. And this week, it'll be fine. Once I get back to New York, like everything's going to be fine. And my therapist was basically like, girl, you can't just keep putting off all of this and all of your feelings until you get to New York. When you get to New York, you're still going to have the same brain. Mindset's still going to be the same. And if you don't start changing things up now, and doing things for yourself and making an actual effort, you're just going to be in the same mindset, but in a new apartment in New York by yourself in the dark because it's winter. And seasonally in the past, that's a struggle for me. I'm very heavily affected by the weather. So seasonal affective disorder and seasonal depression hits in New York, especially hard. Um, So she's right. So I made a little list for myself tomorrow, a to-do list of things to do, just so like something, checking things off a list will at least bring me some sort of purpose because I can't just keep sitting around here and hoping to feel better. Like it's not working. (laughs) So far, it's not working. Um, So that's where I'm at. And career-wise, I had a meeting with my manager. Um, at the top of the year to talk goals and strategy and my brand and future, yada, yada, yada. And I, again, am just feeling a bit lost. Like, I want to make good content. I want to make content that's authentic to me and that you guys like. But I haven't been doing that. And I haven't been necessarily making content that excites me or that I'm excited to post or share or I I don't know what it is. Like maybe I need a little social media cleanse or something. There are other creators that I look at and I'm like, wow, like I love that. That's so her, so real. It's so relatable. It's so like genuine. That's the kind of creator I want to be. And honestly, in my heart of hearts, like if I think about it, If I start making the content that I want to make that I think is me 
I know it'll do well. Like, I am a funny, smart, hilarious gal, like fashionable. I'm a model. I could do any kind of content I want. All I have to do is make content that's authentic to me or that I'm excited about. And then other people will be excited about it. Like, it's like I have the formula, like I have the recipe, but for some reason, I just can't cook it. (laughs) And I'm just like not inspired right now by anything. And that's a little scary. Like it's bordering on the lines of scary guys. I'm not well. (laughs) And um, I just can't pretend anymore. I don't want to pretend. I don't want to pretend for you guys. This podcast is called Vulnerable. I, I just can't do it. This is like, I'm already criticizing myself for this episode. I'm already like this. I should delete this. I shouldn't even post this because what is the point? I don't want to put out subpar content, but maybe the point is that somebody out there listening is like, okay, cool, relatable. I'm not alone. I also feel like a shit show that doesn't know what I'm doing in life and a mess. Because if that's the case, I see you, babe. And I'm right here with you. Um, But other than that, I guess I'm kind of just talking to the void this week. Like (laughs) this episode can be called, what the fuck is a purpose and why can't I find mine? How does everyone else seem to be finding their purpose, living in their purpose every day. You know what I want to know? How does everyone else have the energy to wake up early in the morning, work out, and like eat healthy and knock off things off their to-do list? Like I genuinely want to know how some people are getting up in the winter in New York City, willing themselves out of their house to go to Equinox. Like that is what my feed is full of. And yes, I follow all the influencer girlies, but I genuinely look at their pages and I think to myself, am I depressed clinically? Because how are they doing this? (laughs) Like, I know that it's all interconnected. And like, if I do start forcing myself to get up and working out, working out gives your brain the good juices that you need to have energy and serotonin. And I know it's related. I get that. But I don't get how people are have enough energy and motivation to do these things every day. My wins are drinking water. I have been drinking a lot more water this year. That was one of my goals. I downloaded a water app. I have reminders. I do my Spanish lessons. That is something I've been wanting to do for a while. I go once a week to my Spanish class and I've been doing Duolingo and I sleep. I get a solid eight to 10 hours a night. And all of those things do help physically and help your brain. I need to work in moving my body somewhere along the way. That's next on the list. Moving my body and journaling. I bought a journal. These are two things I need to do. Um, And then after that, maybe I'll find some purpose. (laughs) But for right now, it's a mess. 2024 is an absolute mess for me. I think maybe we just pretend like January didn't happen. Like January is kind of the bad pancake. You know what I mean? Like it's the first one doesn't turn out. You know it's not going to turn out. You put it at the bottom. You don't even have to eat it. But once February comes, that's the second pancake and that's a good one. And that's how we're going to view it. Fe- <laughs> January's my bad pancake. Um I don't really have anything else to say. This is me this week, guys. This is vulnerable chels. Um that's it. Thanks for listening. If anyone else is feeling the same way as me, let me know in the comments. 
And as always, you guys can find me at Chelsea Vaughn on Insta at Chelsea Vaughn underscore on TikTok. And we're at Vulnerable Pod on every platform. And please leave us five stars. <laughs> I love that I choose this episode to say that on for a rating because I feel like, you know what? This wasn't the best episode I ever made. Out of 64, this definitely wasn't the one. But here we are. I'm trying. This podcast is one of the only things that I have to do. And uh, it's good. That's good for me. I need something that I have to have to do. Um, But definitely leave us five stars on Spotify and Apple if you like this podcast. (laughs) Um, That's it. Love you guys. I will see you next episode. And I promise next episode, it's going to be better than this one. (laughs) Bye. Have a good week. Love you.